0: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people.
1: Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge.
0: Blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. No reason. I'm just in a Warhammer 40k mood.
1: I'm, in a more, I'm more of a Slanesh guy, actually. I'm more about decadent hedonism. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. Keeping it British. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's, we have uh, one. We, I mean, we have like, the Chaos Marines. I mean, basically one of the most terrifying forces in 40K. And the British, who conquered them the slave of the world. So, I mean, we have oh. two great forces of evil on the podcast. You created 40K. 40K. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're man!
2: Fucking uh, England was overpowered. They dominated everybody because they were a bunch of proper assholes. And then a splinter group of those assholes went off and became a wily little country called the U.S. of A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Ireland's been giving them headaches for like a thousand years.
1: Hey, well, they had they had their chance to crush Ireland. Should have done it. Way to, way to suck Britain.
2: Yeah, you, you can't leave a single Irish alive. That's- <laughs> That's where, that's where that old proverb comes from. Sun Tzu said it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the thing I enjoy more than the fact that like QAnon is so obsessed with Sun Tzu, mostly because like after every crushing defeat. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, every everything, like every time like something goes wrong against them, they're all just like, when you are strongest, appear weak it's Sun Tzu tactics they're just like all about like they're like have you read the art of war it's like yeah I, I lived through the 90s when like everyone talked about the art of war I get it
2: yeah it's it's got to be the most popular book of military strategy ever written so it like it makes perfect sense that Q and I would really love it the same way they really like because it's intro to like strategic warfare in the same way that the matrix is intro to philosophy
0: and I love the matrix mean, I want to read *The Art of War*, but like I feel like I'd be forced to read *Fight Club* after that, and then like whatever little personality I have would just drain out of my body upon reading those two books.
1: You would get pilled. You'd just become this. Oh, just immediately. Art, *Art of War* slash *Fight Club* parroting idiot. You, you would just. You would literally be the avatar for Zero Hedge. You'd just be Tyler Durden. Just, well, yeah.
2: I mean, we we all know we all know that QAnon and, and conservatives in general are typically incredibly anti-capitalist. Yeah. So they like really felt the message of Fight Club. Like personally, they were just like, yeah. "Yo, capitalism <laughs> fucking blows."
1: <laughs>
0: Famously so. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: they they uh, QAnon I've learned really understands the media they consume. I literally, oh. yeah. yeah. I I literally saw a video today of um. One of the true devotees it was the true devotee guy with the giant beard, and he had his head put on top of Thor's body, and he was fighting uh, this is a scene from Ragnarok where he's fighting Hulk. He and he's fighting Hulk, who's Adam Schiff. And I'm like, you you do know that Thor and Hulk are friends, and after this fight, they like get together and like save the universe from they're famously Hulk
0: friends per the
1: per the line. Right. And it's like why are you putting Adam Schiff's face on Hulk? Are you saying Adam Schiff's a good guy now? You people hate Adam Schiff. You call him a pedophile. You well, Also famously uh Hulk is strongest there is. So
2: Are <laughs> right. we talking do, do they think Adam Schiff is strongest there is?
1: <laughs> exactly. Maybe? I mean, like w- I, I if you have a villain, it, it, like, if you need that thing, you just have Thor fighting Thanos, and you like put like someone, some bad person's head on Thanos. You're like, look, the bad guy is the bad guy, but they probably think Thanos is the good guy in those movies. Stop trying to massacre my boy! <laughs> you must sir. You You, you lose Thanos out of this. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Of, well, I, I guess I guess uh, Thor could fight Loki, but I mean Loki kind of face turns after a while. So, hashtag I mean, just,
2: Thanos was right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> El's hot days.
2: takes hey uh okay well El's hottest take is that it's time for us to talk about yes even despite serge's protest still our newest technically newest and greatest segment
0: the amuse-bouche it's time for a light sampling of insanity get ready for the amuse-bouche
2: Okay, well, uh, so uh, Ron Watkins had a rally, and uh, so sure we, we finally got to hear from the champ. The champ is back, and he is speaking to the press and the public, you know, publicly. Uh, so, uh, Mike, what did Watkins have to say at the Ron Watkins rally?
1: Uh, well, it was a it was a Trump rally that Ron I'm sorry, the was Trump supposed rally, to- but you know, it's really the Ron Watkins rally. <laughs> Right, exactly. We know who the headliner is. No, you're wrong. (laughs) Exactly. So there was a Trump rally, and Ron had been making a big deal on Telegram about how he was going to be there and how you could get some swag from him and his fellow campaign staff and all this cool stuff was going to happen. And uh, the rally happened, and Ron was nowhere to be seen. Uh, Ron was nowhere to be seen, and uh, his campaign staff did not actually have swag. They just handed out, like, little, like, I guess, like pieces of paper, pamphlets. They were like, Ron Watkins for Congress. You should vote for him because he's great. And little p- uh,
2: pictures of Ron Watkins's dead eyed stare and that little f- fist motion he did. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like one of those Mad Magazine like folded things, but it tells you to fold it very slowly. They're just like, even slower than you would normally. Slower than you're thinking. Do it that
0: way. <laughs> slower. So, Ron Watkins
2: not being there to hand out merch, that that means that Sarge's dream of getting Ron Watkins merch is dead, Right.
1: Uh, actually, it's not because uh, Arizona Right Wing Watch, a uh, friend of the podcast, and someone that we, again, had someone doing Oppo research hate listening to me in order to hear the interview I had with Arizona Right Wing Watch. Uh, she told us that uh, she has obtained merch and that it is on its way to Sarge. So Yay! Yeah. is <laughs> I'm my so cool god. Yeah. <laughs>
2: T- time to wear it out in public and find out some stuff about your neighbors.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, it's it, it, like pill- it's like pilling detection. It's like a Geiger counter for pilling. Yeah, but it's like but it's a really poor one because you could wear something lower grade and maybe find out. This is like the high grade. If you actually get someone to react to a Ron Watkins shirt they are aggressively pilled. They are. yeah. They, they would have to be
2: pretty, pretty deep down the <laughs> rabbit hole. So to, I, speak. To, ta- to use the, the, the parlance of the genre. <laughs> yes. I was
0: talking about this with my brother because I was like, uh, this weekend I was out of town. So I was uh, writing with him and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. Mike's telling me they got me this Ron walking shirt. I don't think I can wear it out in public anywhere. He's like, the only people who know about that guy are you. And I'm like, I feel like there's more than you realize, but he is even within q world something of a deep cut because they have to pretend he doesn't exist, so I don't know my yeah. my brother thinks it's perfectly safe to wear it uh, but i I am very worried because as el has but again, said, we
2: discussed it yeah, like the, yeah, like it's the juice is definitely not worth the squeeze yeah. <laughs> you would have to, you have to encounter to encounter somebody who like knew who that person was and got enough of the right vibe off of you to get that you were wearing it ironically. And then that would elicit like a chuckle out of them. At best, oh,
0: It's the worst bat signal in the world. If it gets any attention at all, it's not going to be from someone who thinks I'm wearing it ironically. Like that, that yeah. crowd I'm talking to like right now.
1: This, is, this Link- is a
0: shirt that only exists for your secret pleasure.
1: Yes <laughs> I, think the, I think the most aggressively Pilled thing I've ever seen uh, Besides like the occasional idiot That wears an InfoWars shirt that I've run into I was, I, was, uh, I was Driving one day and on the road In front of me, it wasn't even like a bumper Sticker, it was like a square It was like a tiny square Sticker on the back Of someone's car and it said Alan West President 2016 and I was like Wow that is I mean, if you're into that guy that aggressively, then who boy, like that's a conversation that would be terrifying to have. Got news for you. Wasn't was it wasn't he one of the
2: flashes in like an alternate dimension? This <laughs> Alan West and he ran for president in twenty sixteen storyline. We got it's a spirit
0: not- alert.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be much happier if that was where the conversation went. Oh, my God, because that would be harmless. I, I feel uh, like we
2: all would be because I'm not ashamed to admit I don't know who that guy is. Alan West. Who's that? Uh,
0: like,
1: Alan West is a one term congressman who is an absolute nut that got dishonorably discharged from the military for while interrogating a uh, prisoner of war. He fired a gun beside the guy's head to try to scare him and. Um, he then got elected in a Tea Party wave. Uh, was considered a little too crazy. Wait a minute, for the is, party. is
2: being cool like illegal in the military? That's <laughs> yes. If we were watching a movie, that would everybody would be like, "Yeah, oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be rock God! oh yeah, ultra patriotic, Robocop, so good,
1: Robocop."
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. How's that? How's that for some merch? The quote, quote from the podcast, <laughs>
1: "Do it, Robocop." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man The cease and desist letter we would get Would be the greatest That would be awesome We would sell like 30 shirts before we got smashed By whoever owns the intellectual property What what does that achieve
2: to it Get a robot cop (laughs) Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've done it We win yeah, half robot so-
2: half cop all cop
0: <laughs> all racist <laughs>
2: uh it's funny to try to think of poorly translated stuff anyway uh yeah. okay moving on uh we have some some juicy literal actual video highlights from the january 6 uh goings on uh so mike let's talk about our, our, our juiciest uh, booze boosh headline ever, maybe our January 6th <laughs> highlight reel. Which one do you want to start with? They're both so good. Cr- uh,
1: I think I think we need to uh, give uh, Sarge's uh, beloved state uh, senator the razzle dazzle Yay, here. Hey, uh, Mike. Uh, yeah. Our, boy, Josh, our
0: Josh Mike Mike was a previous one. That's yeah, I was <laughs> looking at your name.
2: I thought, I thought yeah, I thought you were like appealing to Mr. Raids. I
1: thought you were uh, Yeah, like, I, I, thought, I thought you were like uh, Yeah, I, I, was like, I was so confused. I was like I thought we had established that you live in Missouri for a while and like that yeah. minimal level of doxing was acceptable. But when you were like Mike, I was like did, Mike. did I just did he just step too far? Did, did, no, I thought we were already that Josh Hawley was Sergeant senator. No. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: just me goofing up.
1: Yeah. So our boy Josh Hawley, oh, Hawley, Hawley, whatever, he, has, he's named, he, he Howley. does not deserve to have his name said correctly. Uh, the man who gave the solidarity fist to the uh, soon-to-be attackers of the Capitol before the uh, attack happened. M- much more uh, pertinent fist. Attack
2: then uh Ron's, by the way. Ron's yeah. deep fist. No match for the powerful Howley Fist.
0: <laughs> gave a, yeah, it was like we we got this. He's he's been on a real tear lately, but this this footage made the rounds. The Kansas City Star, our local paper, was dunking on him. Uh what little power they have. The Missouri Democrats started a Twitter campaign and have organized footage of, footage
2: of what? What's the footage?
0: Uh, our, our Senator, Josh, just running, he he
2: gives a, he gives a powerful mighty fist to the rioters. He's like, rock on, you guys totally rule. I'm out of here. And this smash cut to this footage of him being cool. I'm sure. yeah,
0: Running through the halls in, I, I'm going to give him a little credit and say he had like smooth bottom business shoes, but he was running in a very, uh, lame way. It was extra lame, and he was running from the people he he gave the 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 fist of solidarity to earlier. Yeah, uh, the He's Missouri like, Democrats does. have yep. organized the Hall and Holly five k. So, participate <laughs> <just waiting laughs> in that, yeah, yeah. For those for
2: those of you who have not seen the footage, I would describe his running style as fleeing.
0: Yes. <laughs> that the <that>, yep. <laughs>
2: Yes. So right, right out, right after giving it, giving it all of his rowdy fans, he's just like, "You guys totally rock!" And then as soon as like it's like a like at a rock concert, <laughs> Cute so like, Chicago, and then like the you know the rowdies and stuff like help get them off the stage, and then they just like tear ass down the hallway and just fucking run out the back because they're terrified a riot's about to start. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they just they just run into the tour bus and then, like hide under their bed and just like tell the driver to book it as soon as they possibly can. Like, get out of here! Uh, Cheese it! <laughs>
2: so, I like this you know, incredibly lame rock band.
1: Oh, oh man. <laughs> Our incredibly lame rock band whose uh, first smash hit single was Do It Robot Cop. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Do It Robot Cop parentheses? Yeah. Robo T exactly.
0: Cop Ington. Yeah, so we just something. give him a middle name like Chuck E. Cheese.
1: <laughs> How dare you besmirch the government name of Charles Entertainment Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you.
2: Yeah. Well, also sometimes he drank
1: a robot cop to the mud. <laughs> you boxed <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Your <Yeah>. move. <laughs> Uh, various people on the internet. uh, r- uh The other thing that the One Six Committee did was they pl- they played Holly running, and then they played it back in slow motion yeah. to really <laughs> to really sink the knife in. And that slow mo run has been uh, used as background material for all sorts of music over the internet. Oh, Yeah, people Holly running fire. Running.
2: Experience of fire. Every hey, do, do you guys remember Forrest Gump, the film Forrest Gump?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. People a lot, a lot of Forrest
2: Gump recently. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How Lee's face getting photoshopped on the Forrest Gump has been uh, not, not an uncommon sight on the internet.
2: Anytime um, for for the rest of pretty much human existence, pretty much any time anybody runs quickly. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be run, bringing Forrest back up. Yeah, I mean it, it, he spends a lot of that movie just running running around, and they make it very clear that he's like supernaturally fast and, and stuff. So it's just like
0: ooh yeah, supernaturally fast. fast.
2: He is, at the very beginning, well, like well not the very beginning, but once it when, when he grows into teenage Forrest, who is just a full grown like forty year old Tom Hanks or whatever, uh, and then he runs away from those boys in the pickup truck, he like is clearly
0: supernaturally fast. He, yeah, he does move with blazing speed.
2: He's like a he's like a reverse Jason. If the camera is not on him when the camera gets back to him, he is like as far away as he needs to be. <laughs>
0: reverse
2: Jason. Yeah, it's a classic move. The reverse Jason. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that's what Bob Jabez was. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I got it. Just, yeah, and this thing we're going to set up the crane for the nice uh, the nice reverse Jason. I was like, <laughs> got
1: it. That's what it's all about. It's, yeah, like, uh, someone running equals Forrest Gump is the way every scandal in the history of the world now equals gate. So that's just yeah. the, yeah. So, Gump is to running what corruption is to gating. So,
2: <laughs> we, so what happens when there's a big scandal in the competitive running world? Oh, my God. Oh. Forrest we Gate. Would have
1: four, exactly. We would have four, wait, Gump <laughs> Gate. We would have Gump <laughs> Gate. <laughs> awesome. Go. Uh So oh yeah, God. our boy, our boy Howley was uh, shambling about the uh, halls of power. Yeah, I just running like a fool out the back door, <laughs> right? Trying to avoid, trying to avoid his beloved constituents to whom mm. he was literally telling them, "I'm subservient to you. I'm going to do this dumb theater <laughs> stunt for you in a few minutes." But I did it for it's, you, it's, Damien! It's, Still, still,
2: somehow not the funniest like behind the scenes footage to come out of the January six. Uh,
0: <laughs> You're not wrong,
2: here, yeah. uh, because as as an even juicier follow up to the Halle Run uh, Forrest Gump stuff, we got behind the scenes outtakes of Donald Trump the 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 orange the orange Yahweh himself
0: speaking. I haven't watched these, but my the descriptions of them are basically him throwing a temper tantrum, just refusing, just refusing to admit he's lost
1: he yeah, basically it's uh, a statement that he is being told to make it's on january 7th now the attack happened the previous day and oh, so
0: they're trying to do damage control
1: they're trying to do damage control they're trying to spin this shit and the outtakes of this thing are pretty much trump just being super miserable the whole time Wanting to get through this speech as abruptly as possible, with saying as little as possible. Um, at one point in the speech, the the phrase "the election is over," isn't it? He's like, I don't want to say that. I, I he's like, I, I said. I he, he 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 pouts and states, "I said the election was certified." Like he's like, I did it. I said Biden won. That's that's good enough. I don't want to say the election's over. So just just give me that. It's like it's like, and at at another another point, um, when he was talking about uh like the rioters, the attackers, he didn't want to come down on them too hard. He was just sort of like, look, alienate his face. Right. He's like, what I I said what they did was bad, but don't don't let me ham. I don't need to hammer them. Come on, let them let them up easy. Let's do this. And um, the the real the real little like just. Uh, kind of jab at the fact that the uh, president uh, man, woman uh, person, camera TV, uh, Mr. Rock solid mental, Mr. Rock solid mental faculties. Yeah. Was that he's going through the speech and he's like doing, he's doing a take basically. And, during one take, as he's going through the word, like yesterday, talking about the, the, uh, the attack, he's like, he just r- talks to the people off camera who are like working the teleprompter for him. And he just says, yesterday is a tough word for me. Just trying to get those powerful three syllables of yesterday out of my orange mouth. It just takes too much work. Just cut yesterday from the speech, please. Por favor. And uh they're like, We can do that, Mr. President. No problem at all. So uh Donald Trump t- Donald Trump and polysyllabic words. Like they they had a tussle and the polysyllabic word prevailed and Trump had to yield to it. He had to be like, Nope, not doing yesterday. That's that's too aggressive for me. We're gonna like Dial back down the words to where they're basically kind of like grunts. Like I could, I could do that. Like, yeah, he just wants to
2: serve up like a like a verbal gruel. Yes, essentially (laughs) like the 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 bare minimum. And uh, he's just like, no, I will not let you spice this up in any way. This is just going to be a bland paste.
1: (laughs) A bland paste. Uh, 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 I, me, my, mine, just. I want like just single syllable possessives about how great I am. That's that's about it. That's all I can do for you. And so, I will... so certainly,
2: QAnon must think that he's a hero for the, these outtakes. So they are just like, oh my god, look at him fighting heroically for us behind the scenes. What an absolute unit!
0: This stable well, genius who could who could go on the field uh, for the Patriots at any moment because his hands are just so big.
2: Yeah. Oh, very, Try very not good. Try not catching like a 99-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady with those huge mitts. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, I actually did see a QAnon promoter, uh, like, post. He literally posted the clip. He posted the outtake clip, and he was like, and, he, and his in the post was, Democrats think this makes him look bad. This makes me love him even more, and got, like, all kinds yeah, of people. Who- you'll, you'll love him for anything he does. Yeah,
0: like it's like all the idiots on Twitter right now, who uh, like when Elon Musk tweeted that he can't get laid, and all these bros are like, "I'll suck your dick, Elon." Like, I'll suck it so hard right now.
1: You can do anything. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I love I'm poor Elon who just literally can't <clears> stop <throat> claiming more children are his, and those children are incredibly young. And Elon's like, you know what? I, I I'm just not getting laid anymore. <laughs> a, yeah Elon A, I like I don't I actually don't think that's a problem for the world's richest man. I really don't think if you were <laughs> looking looking for sex that you'd have a tough time finding it but um
2: yeah yeah, I, yeah, I so yeah. in some places in some places like sex work is legal at the very <laughs> least you could you could leverage your infinite wealth to go get laid legally as a transaction
1: yeah yes. what, and I, the, I, can- not
2: that I like and not that I'm thinking it's going to come to that for world's richest man because that's not typically how society works but even if it did come to that uh that that is an option or he could just build himself a robot to fuck him i
0: mean what's the the county in is it las vegas county like oh uh, no it, it, it's the it's the county next to vegas
1: yeah the, the no. bunny ranch yeah, and all he could that just, stuff he could just
0: go buy that county he could just buy the whole county like <laughs> when, when he, <laughs> The problem
2: is, his mutilated penis is in love with
0: an opera singer. If you were to put it in, as we know, if you were to put it into a penis lineup, it would be easily identifiable.
1: Oh, oh god, like... (laughs) I'm just imagining that, like, photo lineup, and like the person like glances at it, and then just like screams number three, and then turns their turns their head away and starts crying. Is this and like week three or four? I can't of stop us.
2: thinking about how Stan Lee said that you're supposed to write every comic book like it's somebody's first comic book. We do not record our podcast like that. If, if yeah. no. this was your first podcast, this whole bit would be really weird. This would have come out of left field.
0: Is this week three, like, three or four about... of us talking about Elon Musk's penis in a row? I don't know. However, however many weeks it's going
2: to take for me to get one million United States dollars.
1: Yeah, come on, Elon. We'll, we'll we'll stop the bit and stop like confusing new listeners the moment you cut the check to L for a million dollars. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah, I, this is pay to I play. Do, I, yes, <laughs> no looky lose. Yeah. <laughs> Oh
2: my All god. Right. Do, do, do we want to uh, seamlessly transition like a bunch of professionals into our headline news segment?
1: Yeah. That sounds like an excellent plan. From
0: the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Smooth. We did it. <laughs> god.
1: Smooth like sandpaper, the hell world way. Yeah. Seamless. Uh, we just have to remember to
2: edit this part out when we start talking about the actual news, because otherwise it'd be real embarrassing. Uh, so, uh, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of criminal behavior or alleged criminal behavior, people getting convicted of criminal behavior, accused of criminal behavior, and we're going to start with the, the the king of the castle, Mr. Trump himself, uh, once again, he he was the he was the king of the highlight reel, and now he's the king of maybe being a criminal. Uh,
0: like, is <laughs> oh, Donald Trump a criminal? Investigation.
2: Uh, Mike yeah. Raids. Uh, would you like to go on record? Is Donald Trump a criminal?
1: Oh uh, yes, Donald Trump is a criminal. I will. Go on ooh, record. Ooh. <laughs> you guys still like me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah in uh, one of the most obvious headlines that ever has been written in the history of the universe, uh, it has been stated that the DOJ is looking into trump uh, th- their investigation into trump's activities on one six is a criminal probe, and they are directly looking at Trump himself for the crimes the crimes yeah. and uh, this uh, article also states that the that this investigation began in April which uh, predates the 1-6 committee's public hearings and all that fun stuff. So it does appear that we have like two parallel investigations into Trump and what he's been doing between the 1-6 committee doing their thing and DOJ doing their thing. So, again, uh, the official hell world stands on all of this is, quote unquote, we'll believe it when we see it. Uh, but... The, uh, the one thing I will say is that this has gotten QAnon all kinds of riled up because this is, this is a red line for them. Like this has been something that I've always thought is a potential like flashpoint for QAnon believers to commit domestic terrorism should Trump ever actually get indicted because they're going to see this as the deep state coming for their boy. And one of the, awesome things about QAnon is that you just you retcon everything. Everything Q ever said, you just turn it around, spin it, create a new narrative around it. And one of the big moments in QAnon has always been what they've talked about being, quote-unquote, the first arrest. Because basically like some massive person is going to go down and when that person gets cuffed and stuffed, like everyone's going to lose their minds. Uh, Q uh, being like incredibly good at their job at, uh, posted this same Q drop twice. Like literally it was back to back. And well, to be
2: fair, you- maybe, maybe Q just read it back because the first time they wrote it, it's like perfect Q fiction. Cause it's like, it's sort of like a prophecy, and it's really vague. So anyone who's really into the fiction can just interpret it however they want to, sort of in perpetuity forever. Um, so uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Q was just like, man, remember back when I was good at this or my <laughs> predecessor was good at this? Crush. Uh, I'll go ahead and start reposting some of the classics. <laughs>
1: Actually, Q did do that at one point. Q literally put, reposted like ten or so drops, just that were previous drops from before. This time, Q just literally hit like send twice because it's the same Q drop, literally on the same timestamp, just double posted. It's just like the dumbest screw up. And um, wow, post- I just
2: can't stop being wrong about Q shit today.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the Q drop reads, first indictment, uh, brackets, bold, unseal, will trigger mass pop awakening. First arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker, bold, n- uh, brackets, the number nine, end bracket, Q. What the fuck marker nine means has never been determined, and it's just something cueing on. Marker about. nine. But... Like, so the, the, the whole thing about that was that people were like, oh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Hillary? Is it going to be Obama? Is it going to be Comey? Like, who's this first arrest going to be? It's going to be the big one. That's going to trigger the mass population awakening. Who's going to, like, make America and the world freak out? So now they've done a complete 180. and They're like, guys, guys. What if Trump is the first arrest? What if Trump gets arrested? Everyone sees the corruption in the deep state going after our boy. And then they see it's like a total political hatchet job because they know he's he's totes going to crush in 2024. And they're trying to stop him. And like, this is what wakes America up to the Democratic Party's corruption. This is it. So now they're totally they're like, do it. Do it, you cowards. Indict Trump. Trigger the Great Awakening. It's literally the ultimate trap card in the history of QAnon's relentless array of trap cards. And it's finally going to happen this time. These
0: goalposts can't stop moving. You know what? This time, time they're
2: right. Go ahead, government. We dare you. Yes. Uh, yes. Put put Donald Trump behind fucking bars yeah. we fucking okay. hey, dare you you won't do it you cowards yeah, exactly. we're all just waiting to be activated we can be pilled at any moment the second he's behind bars we'll all just snap pilled but there's only <laughs> one way to find out but it'll happen it'll totally happen but you have to do yeah. it <laughs> to find
1: out
0: yeah totally. then we'll see it happen totally this time for real we promise For real, this time for sure. For really
1: reals. Like, it's one of my favorite things. Like, I see so many QAnon promoters that, like, are just trying to deal with the reality that we're living in. And they're just sort of like, yeah, Biden winning is just pilling so many people. It's so good for us. And I'm like, well, then you should probably campaign for him to get reelected. Just uh, four more years of Biden's going to totally pill the world. And then after Biden's out, Let's have President AOC and have a Democrat socialist in office because that'll super pill everyone, right? Oh, then we'll see how bad socialism is. So yeah, just keep losing, assholes. Just keep losing because that's how you pill people is by being defeated over and over and over again. Let's let's go that route. Let's do that.
2: Yes, yeah, so spill enough of your precious blood on the pavement so that we might slip and fall in it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You'll get us. One of these days. Ooh, it's going to happen. Charlie
0: Brown. Oh, man, you know, it'd be really bad for the Democrats as if they got a supermajority. Man. Yeah,
1: if, if, if they just held the House and Senate and they got two more senators to abolish the, abolish the filibuster for everything we care about and just did shit, that would pill so many people. I think QAnon should absolutely vote Democrat, straight ticket the whole way. Just yeah. pill the shit out of America by letting those de- evil Democrats expose themselves. Especially in red states. Yes. The, funny,
2: the the funny thing is is that like man like the truth is that Democrats are historically really cowardly. So having them be your, your timeless like immortal enemy is really kind of a bummer.
1: <laughs> like I, I've brought this up before, but on my Twitter feed, but it's like like you can just tell that QAnon is so mad that their boy lost to Joe fucking Biden. That it, it wasn't, like, Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton or any of, like, their actual enemies. It was just the boring old white guy got the W over their boy, and they just can't accept it. It's, like, so enraging to them. It, it I, I said it. it was like, it's like Clayface being the one that kills Batman. I mean, it's just, like, some B or C tier villain is the one oh, that... We, we can series. go
0: deeper than that. It'd be, like fucking killer moth or something. like. <laughs> well, the, prob- the problem
2: is, I think Mike is closer to being right, because I think the the crappier the villain... There's like, a, there's like a curve to it, where at some point it gets more exciting the crappier the villain is, where you're just like... Like, if I went up to you and I was just like, hey, did you know they killed Batman in the comics recently? It, it was Kite Man? Kite Man Yeah, Kite him. Man. There we go.
0: I was like, oh, Clayface is, has a bunch of really cool stories. We, we need to go lamer. And...
2: Yeah, and I feel like Clayface is pretty close to the middle, right? Like,
0: yeah, he's he's coolish. He's
2: he's no the Joker or, or you know whatever or like Red Hood uh, or Becca Ghoul, but nor is he a Kite Man or a Killer Moth, right? And, and or whatever that is. lady's name whose whose gimmick was Rocket Motorcycle,
0: uh, Roxy Rocket. <laughs> yeah. I had to think about that.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, like, the thing is, is what, what Elle was saying, is that, like, if someone told you, like, Kite Man killed Batman, you'd be like, what the fuck? And you might actually buy the comic to try to see how they justified it. But if someone told you Clayface killed Batman, you'd be like, meh, odd choice, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't move the needle for you. It really wouldn't have that much impact.
2: Yeah, it just, like, finds out his secret identity, and then he just, like, you know, Batman's out of the town, and Clayface just, like, breaks into the mansion and smothers Alfred, then turns himself into Alfred. Fat man gets home and he's just like, ah, just time to get into the tub, Master Wade, and then he just
0: drowns him. <laughs> it's just like in there. It's like in that one comic where they have Mysterio kill all the uh, old man Logan and Mysterio is the one who kills all the X-Men. All of them. Uh and it's just like, okay, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mysterio rules. Apparently.
2: <laughs> this is the, this is our Mysterio fan cast called mysterio face (laughs) because we feel that passionately about it
1: yes that's
2: what it's all about (laughs) very little in the way of like headline news after that movie though for a Mm -hmm. while it was really popping off but now it's it's been uh it's been some dry
1: times (laughs) yes one day our ship will come back in one day mysterio will be back yeah, one what? of these days we'll get a
2: new Mysterio. Maybe maybe it'll be Bruce Campbell the way they've been talking about for 20 years. Because it's not like, you know, he's an old fucking man now or anything. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, it turns out that turns out that old Donald Trump's not the only criminal on the block. Uh, because uh, Steve Bannon uh, actually is a criminal. We, we have a cr- criminal again. confirmed. <laughs> like, yep. once again, double
1: criminal. Yeah, uh, Steve Bannon has once again gone to trial and once again he's been convicted of his crimes um, when last we left the podcast last week the prosecution was c- called all of their two witnesses to the stand
2: yeah when the- we last left the story it was a dunker and it turns out in the thrilling conclusion dunker
1: confirmed <laughs> <laughs> Yes, when last we left, Kobe Bryant had thrown the ball into the air to a jumping Shaquille O'Neal, and you could see how it was lining up, and now we return with Shaq throwing the ball through the hoop for two points. Uh, Yeah, So... Yeah, the prosecution called their mighty two witnesses, the first of whom was like, this is what Congress does. This is their power under the Constitution. This is how the committee was formed. And then the second person was like, this is the shit we gave Bannon. This is Bannon telling us to fuck off. This is us telling Bannon that's fucking illegal. This is Bannon telling us to give a shit. (laughs) And then after those two witnesses left, the prosecution was like, we're done here. And then the judge turned to the defense and was like, so what are you guys going to do? And the defense was like, we're good. What no are you guys doing today? Where do you want to go to lunch? Just yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I hear the ninety nine's got an app, I got an app sale today, so we- <laughs> they're just like walking
2: around shaking each other's hands like they've already won. with the tr- <laughs> like they're not even at that part yet, much less
1: did they win?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so they're running into the the they're running into a kind of that problem in the Alex drone damages trial. Because they have to keep telling the jury again, Mr. Jones has already lost, uh, and all of this is fact for you. Like there's so many things that we have to go through that are just already decided fact. And they're kind of having trouble like it's the, uh, the jury needs to know all these things, but they don't want to relitigate the case because Alex is already lost. He's already lost. <laughs>
2: I was also already lost, because we quickly went from talking about Steve Bannon to talking about Alex Jones there.
1: Yeah, I was like, what are we doing here, Sarge? When did we go to Alex Jones? That that, that was a little
2: headline stream crossing, so we'll consider that a scintillating trailer for discussion to come (laughs) while we get back to talking about Steve Bannon. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's getting the pardon this time. Not this um, time,
1: Stevie. Probably not. I mean, it would, it would be really cool if Joe Biden stepped up for the good of the country to heal the nation and showed some bipartisanship <laughs> and also granted uh, Bannon a pardon. But yeah, so Bannon presented no case after talking for forever about how he was going to drag this trial through the mud. And this was going to be the misdemeanor from hell. Uh, Literally, his defense was an opening statement and a closing argument and then uh, getting convicted almost immediately, which uh, was hilarious. It's really funny how all these court cases QAnon is like super invested in the (laughs) jury for like five minutes. Like when Michael Sussman, uh, when, the, when, the jury went, when the jury went out to uh, see what Durham gave them and if they should convict Sussman or not, it took him about four hours to find Sussman not guilty. And it took this jury about four hours to find Bannon guilty. And as a lot of people have explained, like four hours might seem like a period of time, but it's really not. Because like the first thing that happens is you get in the room and then you've got to vote on who the foreman's going to be. Who's going to read the letter saying guilty or not guilty? So you have to haggle about that shit for a half hour or an hour, and then after you've gotten to that, then you have to painfully go through, like, what the charge is and what it actually – what the grounds for conviction are, and that takes shit. So it's basically, like, two hours to determine the foreman and and to actually read the charges – and then you probably spend like maybe a couple hours determining guilt or innocence at that point. So it's like after you go through the procedural bullshit, it took them like almost no time at all for all twelve people to be like, "Yeah, we're good with that. It's cool." So yeah. So, so
2: w- w- Mike, what are the odds that this was
0: the first trial?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already
0: forgotten
1: about that stupid shit. Oh, the, the sadly for QAnon, like, well, not so sadly for QAnon. Sadly for Bannon, QAnon does not think that Steve Bannon moves the needle. They're like, Steve Bannon is like arrest point two five leading up to the first arrest. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, whatever, Bannon. You're a guy. Go fuck yourself, buddy.
2: So, uh, so are they? Are they not even trying to to weave his slam dunk conviction into their narrative?
1: They're, oh, they're like, man, they're, whatever. Oh, they're pissing and moaning about it, like the 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 fucking uh, two-tiered justice system that America- so, Does he, has he to- get a red
2: eyes activate, like, Photoshop? <laughs> has he been oh, activated?
1: He had, oh, no, he had that before the trial, and, like, before the trial- Oh, that, have the they trial, deactivated? <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah he got deactivated. Yeah, like, God, that's a great- I think my favorite thing was uh, this one guy who uh, back in the day was actually drawing a paycheck from the Epoch Times, uh, the Falun Gong uh, run newspaper that loved Trump because he hated China. And then they supported QAnon until QAnon became pro-China. And they're like, oh, no, the monster we've created. What are the odds? But... um, My favorite post in this whole thing was uh, Brian Cates being like, Trump didn't, I mean, he's like, Bannon didn't even call a a witness. He didn't even present a defense because Steve Bannon's so fucking cool. He does whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't need a defense. He's Steve fucking Bannon, motherfucker. And then he gets convicted in four hours. So it's just like, man, how'd that work out for him, Brian? How did this bold strategy of not even presenting a defense work? So yeah, so that was uh, that was great. So I was a huge fan of that. Uh, a, a little Casey at the Bat action. Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I, I failed in the end. Who could have seen it coming? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, his sentencing is in October, and um, we on the one side we have. i I've, what's really funny is I've seen like a lot of like. Um, leftist Democrats, people being like total doomers about this. I saw one guy being like, he'll get probation. And I corrected that person and told them that each charge carries a minimum of a month in jail. So even if he got like concurrent sentences, he does at least a month. And then somebody jumped in to tell me he'll do one day, then get released due to COVID slash overcrowding. And I was like, okay, just Hey, if you really want this guy to get away with no consequences, I mean, if that's what gets your rocks off, God bless you. But, like, I live in this dull-eyed land of optimism where, like, let's see the sentence, and then we can get disappointed. How about doing that? Why yeah. bake disappointment into your life? Like,
2: Mike, he'll do, like, 20 hours of community service and then find a meteorite that gives him superpowers. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: damn it son of a bitch yeah exactly he's gonna go to a club fed and like that's where the asteroid that gives people superpowers hits and it's like yup we played right in the bin trap. strap he calculated where that asteroid was gonna land using like, i've read that novel, novel. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's, yeah he's gonna be like picking up roadside trash and get transported into the like 16th century where his bare minimum knowledge of modern life is gonna make him like a wizard
0: you sir have been watching too many isekais like me. I
2: don't know what you're talking about, and also that doesn't happen to isekai. They never go, but they never go back to real life. Fifteen hundred. It's always like it's it's always some alternate world where there are no consequences and also magic because it's much cooler than reality.
0: I'm an alt right conservative in another world.
2: That would be great. I'm I'm Steve Bannon in another world. <laughs> Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals
0: one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: (laughs) It's going
2: to be our light novel series. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm Steve abandoned in a magical kingdom.
1: Oh God, we'd probably get on his show if, as long as we painted him in a flattering enough light. That'd be great. I mean, before
0: <laughs> he goes to jail,
2: See, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna dress him as a very pretty twelve-year-old, like Japanese-inspired, but also European uh, main character lead boy. Like is was just like, I'm Steve Bannon. It's just like a splash page of him looking all pretty like a doll. It'll be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bannon looking pretty like a doll. Sentences I never thought I'd hear in I, my life. Th- th- yeah, it's, they're it's much just... better than the
2: reality. I don't know if you saw yes. the pictures from that uh, from that whole trial, but was, our man is looking rough.
1: Yeah, Steve forshirts It's like it's really funny that like even like in like the quote unquote flattering pictures QAnon tries to make of the guy, he's always looks like shit. I mean, he is just a guy that I mean, I know that like be, being close to seventy, you're probably going to look kind of rough, but Steve looks uh, really really rough. I mean, <laughs> he he, he, just, he just has like. Uh,
2: like I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to punch like punch at the guy about his appearance too much, but you know he, he just sort of he has he's like a, a Shatner of sort of vibe. I mean, yeah, he's a second crap, but we could like we we like, he, but he just sort of looks like Donald, like you know how like everybody gives William Shatner crap for looking like a little bloated and a little shiny and like you know that's sort of you look at Steve Banner, you're just like oh, a little Shatner-esque yeah. in the bloated yeah, sheen yeah. department. Yes. <laughs> A little, a little sous-sol of uh, the chat. <laughs> okay, uh, but enough, enough talking about our uh, bloated but adorable, pretty little princely Steve Bannon boy. <laughs> it it would have become what speaking of guys was... who look
0: rough at their trial. Now we can talk about <laughs> Alex Jones. Yeah, yes. I mean
2: Sarge really jumped the gun on it. Uh, I'm he glad did. he didn't but... because that, that that got us to our Steve Bannon isekai. So, Mike, Mike you, and I, you, were, you and I were right to bully him off of that transition. <laughs> he, he was going to Alex Jones like a mad dog. We had to get all four hands on the leash. <laughs>
0: him. Yeah. But anyway, Sergeant, get him! So, uh, Alex Jones has proceeded into the finding out phase of fucking around. He, he's on his 12th lawyer. I don't know if that number's accurate. He's, I think it might literally be eight. He is in his first damages trial, and uh, they are having an awkward time because, as I was saying before, everything, he's already lost. They have to keep telling the jury, Mr. Jones has lost. It is over. Good day, sir. This is how, we're deciding how much he's lost uh, at this point. It's become kind of awkward because this is so rare, neither the defense nor the prosecution really know how to introduce evidence to the jury and be like no he's already lost this is established fact like <laughs> they just have to be like this is established fact
1: right. uh, and
0: it's, it's just it's weird
1: yeah it this is not a, this is not a trial that's like a standard trial where you are trying to determine if there's a penalty there will be a penalty. The opening statement for the prosecution, I uh, believe, asked for a judgment in the ballpark of a hundred million to hundred and fifty million dollars in damages, and the defense argument was for one dollar in damages. So, yeah. oh shit, are-
2: yeah. fucking Wheel of Fortune rules or Prices Right rules. Yeah. There we go.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. So this is uh, where we are at in the in, in this case, and. What has happened here is uh, the prosecution is basically presenting how, what a shitty monster Alex Jones has been to these families that had their loved ones murdered at Sandy Hook in an effort to explain why Jones needs to pay all this money. And um, the two things that are happening here that are interesting is one, just – um the, the damage to their character, well, defamation, basically besmirching these parents, claiming they were lying, claiming that they were uh, saying things that were not true, that the parents were part of this hoax and this bullshit, that is part of what the punishment is supposed to – the financial punishment is supposed to inflict on Alex Jones. But the other part of the uh, the payout is punitive damages, and that is – the shit Alex put these people through was like so vile and so aggressive and so mean spirited that you have to punish him for that shit at a certain like dollar sign amount. I don't know if the jury's going to just literally when they come back with their, which is their which is like their verdict is going to be a, a, a number. It's not going to be guilty or not guilty. It's just going to be Alex Jones must pay these families X. I don't know if the families are going to say X and X and defamination and why impunitive or they're just going to say, here's one giant pile of money that Alex has got to give these people and you guys figure out what was what. But at the end of the day, that's what the jury's got to come up with. They got to come up with a number and the jury has to understand that. Jury trials are a very kind of odd thing in America because the last time I had jury duty there was like a list of rules you had to abide by. Yeah. And w- one of the rules is that what's in the courtroom is the only things you're allowed to know about the trial. You're not allowed to be like, "Hey, I was involved in a trial today. Uh Bob Smith like committed like hit, committed a hit and run. Let me check the police report online. Let me Google that." You're not allowed to dig up your own evidence when you go home about the trial that you're a juror on. Like your only knowledge of the trial is supposed to be in that courtroom, like period. So, I, th- I so that I think that the jury is like kind of like having their minds blown by the fact that like they're they're being told like what we are telling you are all the facts you uh, get for this case and the prosecution. You must accept everything the prosecution says as fact because alex jones has like fucked this thing so many which ways that the rulings the, ju- the the court has made is that the prosecution gets to tell the story and alex's lawyers get to poke very minimal holes in it like aggressively minimal holes and that's just the way it is. And I can see if I was like Joe Schmo, the juror, that I'd be like, oh, that doesn't sound so fair. What Whatever happened to our legal system and being able to, like, confront your accusers. And it's like, yeah, he had four years to do that. Okay. And we, we gave Alex every chance in the world to be able to do that. And he fucked it up. He like he pissed away all of that. So as unfair as you, the juror, might think this is, it's not. Because we tried. We tried desperately to let Alex have a normal day in court. But he's such a fucking clown, he refused. He was like, no, I will not have a regular day in court. I will do this instead. And So, so now
2: you, the jury, should financially flog him. You should, you should beat him mercilessly in the realm of his finances by having dollar sign all of it. As come back with dollar sign, all of it, all, all, all the money he makes is perceived to make and could ever make. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. it's kind yeah. of where yeah. they're
1: at. Like, yeah. yeah, well, here's, yeah, here's the hoping. Uh, I, re- I don't know if that was brought up because uh, I have not been following. This is a, a live stream trial. You can go on YouTube and you can find it. It's like uh, the, the 459th or something uh, district court in Texas you can pull it up and watch it if you want and um so i don't alex,
2: know so uh, is alex shred actually there is he being totally normal sauce um well
0: he's he was there for the first half of yesterday and then he left to go do his show and um to which the judge wasn't the most happy but again he's already lost so unless he's like there to testify he doesn't necessarily need to be there he he has been attending this is the first of three this is the first in texas he has one more in texas after this and then another in connecticut all of which he defaulted on uh because he would not uh comply with discovery uh essentially
1: Yep, and. that's exactly right. Yeah, he would not give over paperwork. Um, if, if people have been following the Knowledge Fight podcast, he's had three different quote-unquote corporate representatives come to testify about Infowars or free speech systems or what, basically whatever shell corporation he was using. And after the first two corporate representatives came in, the judge was like, your next corporate representative has to not fuck this shit up. They have to have answers for these very specific questions that will be asked to them. And then when that happened, that corporate representative still couldn't do it. So that's when the judge was like, okay, so when we, when we go to the penalty phase of this trial, which is where we're at, like literally like everything the prosecution states as fact is considered fact to the jury and they just have to accept it. And the defense is not allowed to fucking question it because You've treated this whole procedure like a farce, so fuck you. Now we're now you're gonna get screwed. Now we're gonna squash you like a bug. So, at, like when you it was, like Alex, yeah, well, get, Alex, get
2: farced, idiot. You thought was a farce? We can yes. make it a farce. We'll show. We'll, yeah. we'll, oh, we'll railroad the shit out of you. You haven't you haven't even seen the kangaroo court.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> he has called it a kangaroo fucking court. Fucking crikey, here boys. it
2: comes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we're gonna put some Jones on the Barbie, mate. How <laughs> You like them apples? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, what was funny was uh, Alex actually went on Steve Bannon's show, and they had a they had a mutual pout about their getting <laughs> fucked by the system, getting railroaded, yeah. Like, yeah. Team, we got railroaded. Had a little group sulk about all of it, and it's awesome because uh, they fucking hate each other. So the fact that they like literally the fact that Alex and Steve had nothing better than to talk to each other about how how much it sucks to suck was like truly awesome. It's like, hey, hey, losers, the consequences of your own stupid actions have led to the point where the only the only shoulder to cry on is each other, which is just awesome. I'm so I'm so grateful for it. So, yeah. And again, like the fact that the fact that both of them are doing this shit, the fact that Bannon went on Tucker's show and, and he's doing his own podcast still and Alex is still doing the fact that they're showing no contrition, no remorse, they're still pissing and moaning. It's like, you know, when October rolls around and the prosecution is just kind of like a bit in sentencing and they're just like, I don't think they're going to be like, you know, I think Steve's learned his lesson. Let's just give him one month con- concurrent and call it a day. Sounds like a plan to me. I'm thinking more along the lines of the prosecution is going to be like, this dude is a previously convicted felon who got a pardon from Trump. He's totally disrespected the process. Give him the full two years. Fuck this guy, judge. Crush him. Do what you can. And I mean... I'm personally setting the over under at like 14 months for Bannon, so we'll see. But it's like I just feel like uh, whatever level of consequences are going to come. I mean, Alex could get totally destroyed here, which is awesome. Oh, I,
0: at, at some point, they're asking for 150 million, right. like to start.
1: Right. I, I, I someone was I I didn't see it, but I heard someone was saying in the live stream at some point, like Jones was like looking at his lawyers, and he like re- repeatedly said, "This is not good." Like he like like four or five times in a row. He was like, this is not good. This is not good. And it's like, it's yeah. Like, should
0: the clips of him, like saying these children are fake and that, that they're crisis actors and that they were in the Batman movie, like in court on the record. They have Alex Jones being like, "Look at that! That's the that's the kids that died at Sandy Hook. They're in Batman. It's a satanic message in Batman."
1: And they the kids were in the choir at the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, yeah, just that, all the weird, sick shit that he's been throwing at the wall for all these years, and uh, the fact that some of these parents had to move twelve different times because they kept getting death threats from Alex Jones fans. Who were like, stop persecuting Alex. He's only telling the truth. Your kids didn't really die, and it's just, I mean, and we and then we have uh, the Alex Jones fan club on Twitter. I mean, if you if you go through the Alex Jones trending stream, oh god, you will find a lot of accounts made very recently with low follower counts that are like hashtag Alex Jones did nothing wrong, and it's just, it's it's really amazing that like you can ha- you can be just that divorced from reality where we're like you know what Alex Jones. Gonna hitch my wagon to him. That guy's all right. He's got some yeah. good thoughts
0: in his yes. head. Oh, man. Yes. Well, he's okay. someone I. Yeah, but you know who's <laughs> doing great? Our president. Uh, no, he, he, he got sick, but uh, I have to assume he was vaccinated very, uh, like, as soon as possible.
1: Oh yeah, uh, vaccine, uh Biden got the he got the quad already. He already had four shots and he got the Paxil uh Paxlovid. I can't I, I have no idea how to say the I'm I'm much like Trump in the word yesterday. The prescription drug you take when you get COVID now is something I can't say. So we're just going to take, take it out take it off the teleprompter. Uh the crew here at Hellworld take that word out of the teleprompter. I will just say the drug Biden took. Thank you. Uh so yeah, Biden uh, got COVID. And QAnon immediately was like, oh, this is it. The deep state's going to get rid of him. They want to get the whore of Babylon into the White House to fulfill the prophecy. And it's like, uh, if that was the way it was going to work, wouldn't they have just had Harris from the election? Because you think these people rigged yeah. everything? And that we, ha- and like we the sheep, have no say in anything. We're all just lemmings who follow along whatever our government overlords tell us to do. But That's, no. a, that's a really good point. If we wanted
0: Harris in the White House us evil overlords, why wouldn't we just do that in the
1: first place? <laughs> yeah, she just would have beat Trump in the rigged election. The mules could have trafficked the harris slash Harris's vice president here ballots in, and she would have won because we just would have cheated for her. It's weird yeah. how, like, for some reason, we have primaries where we pick a candidate that maybe the, like, the Democrat leadership doesn't want. I, like, that's always... What is always, the one question I would want to strap a QAnon promoter down clockwork orange style to a chair and make them answer is, why did Obama beat Hillary in 08? Like, why did that happen? Like, Hillary is literally the satanic dark queen of this movement. She's literally like the ultimate deep state minion. She controlled Bill for eight years in the White House. And then it was finally going to be her time to win. Yeah. And then George Soros and Bill Gates and all the other bad guys are at the table. are like, no, we're going to go with this young black guy that nobody ever heard of until four years ago. Yep, he's our play. And Hillary just eats shit and just accepts it. Like she doesn't expose that he's from Kenya and can't legally run for president or anything. Old Hillary Clinton who kills anyone who like like cuts her off in traffic. She just plays nicey nice with Obama after the deep state like picks him over her. I just always love. Well, that she shit. knows that the
2: adrenochrome is going to make her live forever, so she'll have her. Yeah. she'll have her bite at the <laughs> apple.
1: I'm gonna yeah. live forever.
2: <laughs> I'm. She's got all the time in the world, and so does Sleepy Joe. Nice. Our man's got COVID, and they're just using it as a as a smokescreen so that they give him the gene therapy that turns him into like uh, the the <laughs> He's, he, They're they're gonna they're gonna have a, like a like a like a revealing ceremony, like uh, Steve Rogers coming out of the, <laughs> the pod.
0: <laughs> That'd be great. <crazy>. Cue the <laughs> yeah. his eyes activating me. Oh my right god!
2: Now. Oh god! That would be great. I mean, I would, I would really respect the Democrats a lot more if they were just like, okay, we've, we've, we've done it. We've turned Joe Biden into the perfect man. Activate Biden. N- n- now he is activated. He's coming for him. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, oh, come the- on. The t- our time for hiding is over
1: we rise we reveal ourselves dark brandon ascend yeah like- and,
2: then, and, then, and then dark brandon start like flies off like homelander it just yes. starts, like eye lasering the shit out of like good red-blooded america <laughs> <could>
1: do anything <laughs> Uh, The one other fun little thing that happened during Biden's COVID scare uh, was uh, he posted a photo of himself, like on a laptop or whatever, like doing government work. And uh, next to him was uh, one of his dogs. And the caption was, uh, doing work with with the best coworker I could have. And uh, because, quote unquote, dog comms are a thing in the QAnon world where they think if you put they think if you post a photo with a dog, that means someone's going to get killed. They were just sort of like, is Biden telling us he's going to get whacked? Is Biden like outing the fact that he's about dog to go comms. away? Yes, dog no. comms.
0: Oh God. Have we not uh, talked about dog comms? I feel like I would remember dogcoms. comms.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so here's, here's your horrifying dog comms uh, sampler. I'll do this very quickly so we can get to the mailbag. But uh, basically, um, Q posted something about the effect of uh, that John McCain would be in the news soon and that quote unquote every dog will have its day and then McCain died a day before or after international dog day so that was proof that um this is like a conversation piece about Yeah, yeah I get it dog eagle death. Yeah. Yeah, dog eagle death. Oh, Jesus, oh. I can't I can't
0: make any mistakes with this kid. It's all literal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, the, uh, something also happened where like James Comey posted something about a dog dying, and the dog I think had the same name as like George W. Bush's George H. W. Bush's code name in the Secret Service, and then Bush died like a month later, and they were like Comey was admitting Bush was already dead; he was telling us the truth. The dog. There's comes. no margin of error with these people. <laughs> so dog yeah, comms. so they Yep, dog comms. It's all about the dog comms. Like, Keith Oberman will post all kinds of shit about dogs that are in kill kennels or, like, kill pounds. And like they'll be like, this beautiful dog is, like, a week away from being killed. Please adopt. And just because Keith Oberman loves dogs and doesn't want them euthanized because they weren't adopted, then Q and I will be like, Oberman sending the dog comps. Who's going to get it now? Like, just- I
0: yeah. cannot deal with these people. Like, yeah.
1: It, just it, their world is so exciting and so bullshit. It's like fucking magic. It's so ridiculous.
2: Uh, Dark Brandon, we command you eliminate the dog gums. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all dogs must die, Dark Brandon.
0: Yes. <laughs> before I before I went to Iraq, they had an Operation. I think it was called like Operation Scooby Doo. They had to deal with all the feral dogs in Iraq, so uh, soldiers were tasked to go around and shoot feral dogs. It was apparently not fun to be on.
2: Yeah, neat. What what a, what a what a fun real life anecdote. Yes.
0: Yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> My dark what? brand thing was completely made up. He's like a he's like a Superman. <laughs> I just I just wanted
1: you to have that story. Thanks. What a bummer festival. It. Yeah, you're the best. Okay, yeah, so ten uh, out of ten. Mailbag yeah, time, go. I guess. Right. Let's, yeah. go, let's go to the mailbag. Do it, dark brand. Yeah.
0: Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. Our
2: mailbag, i bolting more than a big old sack full of dead dogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> murdered by Dark Brandon, yes. So. <laughs>
2: no, these are the ones that are murdered by the United States government. These are, oh, right, these right, are right. real right. dead dogs. Real dead the dogs. Market prices. <laughs> <laughs> slaps, the, slaps the top of a vehicle. I can fit so many dead dogs in here. <laughs>
1: So, uh, Viscount Shrek, the Greased Warrior, uh, asks: I know it's off-topic, but what is your take on the recent attempt to whitewash Alex Jones' reputation by people like Gren Greenwald, Tucker Carlson, and other right wingers? Uh, it's fucking topic? horrifying. It, yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's pretty on-topic for us right now. Yeah, but. yeah but, I mean, I
2: don't really think is do we have an on or off-topic? No,
1: we don't. I yeah. actually didn't mess. I actually didn't reply to this guy and tell him that mailbag question. <laughs> anything so don't worry about that and, um, is he
2: asking why they're whitewashing alex jones yeah because yeah, they, they, i
0: mean with tucker it's pretty easy he's just been involved with him so much that yeah he's going to try and rehabilitate alex's uh reputation uh because alex jones has literally worked for him done research and stuff on some of his quote swish swish quotation marks documentaries
2: have have they stood in front of those weird red genital lights together? Like, at a <laughs> urinal, like, side by side, and just having, like, awkward but polite conversation? Uh, yes. I mean, maybe. maybe.
0: Tucker, yeah, well, Tucker Carlson has more... or Alex Jones has more than once called Tucker Carlson the most important man in the world. Yes. He, Al, if Alex Jones is anything, he is a star fucker.
1: Oh, and, God. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I will say that it was pretty. It was pretty jarring when fucking Glenn Greenwald was willing to cash the check to like fucking uh, kiss Alex Jones's ass. That was uh, particularly uh, revealing. I mean, it was like holy shit, Glenn. Like you're not rich enough with all the fucking bullshit, all, all the money you got from the Intercept and all that crap. Yeah, so really- it's really easy
2: for you to judge, Mike. You telling me that there's no price where you would, you would kiss Alex Jones's ring.
1: <laughs> uh, th- well, I'm I'm a broke schmuck. I'm a broke schmuck. I've, I had a gate, if I had a fucking gated estate in fucking Brazil, and five million uh, dogs which are alive because that is Glenn's life. If I had all of that, and someone was like, "Hey, Mike, uh, would you want to get off your ass for a quarter million dollars and try to tell people about the soulful Alex Jones, which is an actual quote from Glenn Greenwald in his ball washing section of his conversation?" with alex about his movie that's coming out uh a quarter of a million dollars what'd you say i (laughs) I don't know i don't know how much money glenn got to fucking oh i was uh, like
2: man that is such a little amount of money to say that alex jones is great
1: i mean i'm I'm just i'm hoping it was six figures is all i can say because like holy shit that is like basically this quote-unquote documentary coming out it's called alex's war and it's about alex fighting for the truth and all this stuff and All the producers who made this thing are right-wing hacks. They're all absolute shitbags. This is something no one reputable should get within, like, fucking 30 miles of. And yet, you've got Mr. Bold, adversarial independent journalism, Glenn Greenwald, like, getting up on stage and being like, Alex, you're just such a sexy manly man that could have, like, sold out to the deep state. Why didn't you do it? Why'd you stay true to yourself? And it's like, Alex was looking for anything to fucking make money off of it. If 9-11 didn't happen, he would have been a nobody. He'd have been a fucking public access crank. But he got to con people into thinking he hated Republicans as much as he hated Democrats when he blamed Bush for 9-11. And that got dumb libertarians and people of all kinds of stripes to be like, hey, maybe this Alex guy is right about a thing or two because he really hates Bush. And then smash cut to the Obama deception and him just – basically being a generic right-winger ever since Obama got in. And that was it. It's just like, yep, wait. Right. So yeah, fuck Alex Jones and fuck Glenn Greenwald. Cause Glenn did the same thing. I mean, Glenn was this like, like he defended to, Nazis pro bono. To answer he was- your
0: question, he, he's tied to them. Like they, oh, yeah. the line to them from him is not very long. That's why. Oh, I don't I- doubt it.
1: Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, Because Glenn did the same sucker shit to people. Like, he was this – if you didn't know who he was during the W years, you would have thought he was this hard left, civil liberties defender. And I was – I got suckered. I, like, dull-eyed poker, like, going on the internet. I was like, oh, this Glenn Greenwald, he's great. He's sticking it in the bush. He's awesome. And then when Obama got in, he started, like, shitting on Obama. And I was just like, why is Glenn shitting on Obama? What the fuck is going on here? And then eventually, like, people were like, yo, moron, this is who Glenn always was. The Bush thing was literally an act to con (laughs) morons like you, and you fell for it. And I was like, fuck. Smooth brains. Yep, so that was me. I was the smooth-brained moron that got hoodwinked by Glenn Greenwald. So, yeah. So fuck that guy. You (laughs) fucked it, mate. I did. I absolutely did. All right, moving on. Thank you for the question. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, messing, comma, your, comma, uh, CSV. Have you noticed that so-called accounts of liberals, quote-unquote, converting, becoming Q-pilled sound exactly like religious movies where atheists never heard of Jesus and merely he- hearing his name converts them instantly? Uh, yeah, I do hear some like kind of like chick uh QAnon conversion stories that seem totally half-baked and bullshit. Um. This is uh, a way to get attention in the QAnon community if you're, like, if you're an account that has, like, no followers and no one cares about you, the best thing you could possibly do is, like, delete your account, create a new account, create a new uh, avatar, and just be like, hey, everybody, I totally loved Biden and Obama and Hillary, and then one day I got pilled because I found out about Q, and... Because QAnon loves a conversion story. They, it, Nothing makes them happier than finding out they, they got another one. Like, getting a new recruit into the army uh, is it's the happiest day in the world. And if you actually played the long con... And, like, let, like, if, if you started, like, talking to a major QAnon promoter as being someone who was, like, questioning, and you let, like, the people in the thread pill you, oh, my God, you'll be their favorite person in the world. And if you use the avatar of a hot woman, oh, you are going to be the queen of the castle. You are going to be the most awesome superhero in the history of the world. The the newly pilled hot chick could not be a more popular person in all of QAnon. Like, uh, and, and honestly, if like you're an attractive woman and you want to get into a grift right now, become newly pilled. Oh, you'll have a podcast. You'll be you'll be co-hosted by fucking pragmatic and Jordan Sather in no time. Oh, your
2: OnlyFans will start popping off.
1: Oh, your Only your OnlyFans is gonna make it rain. Oh yeah, you're, it's all gonna be great. It's all gonna be great. I mean, you are just gonna you're just gonna crush. Like that is that is such an easy bit to pull off. Like just the. The person who had the scales fall from their eyes and finally saw the truth. And then That's also the th-
2: scales fall from their boobies. Yes. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's a racket. It's an awesome racket. And I, I, I take none of these people seriously because I know that, like, it's happening in some ways, but the forward momentum of QAnon is so much less than it was before because, like, 2020 was probably, like, the ultimate, like, like pilling season after it started because the in 2019 because in 2019, shit wasn't going on. And then in 2020 you had COVID, which was disrupting the world. You had the election, you had all this stuff. And it's like, who's getting into QAnon in 2022? Who's just finding out about it now and being like, you know what? I like to cut of you guys' jib. I like what you're, I like what you're saying. I'm, I'm thinking this is good because it's, it's like, there's, what are you going to do? I mean, like, You literally have to believe in, like, Trump being secret president. and He's going to reveal himself any minute now because the only payoff you're going to get is maybe the Republicans winning in the midterms, and that's, like, four months away. And then after that happens, all that's going to happen is, oh, wow, the Republicans control Congress, gets to still the president, the evil adrenochrome-drinking Joe Biden. It's not like the
0: wheels of government move quickly either. Right.
1: Right, so it's like it's like, oh man, what are you gonna get from that? And all like the only payoff you can possibly have in in reality world. I mean, like the Q and On promoters are gonna run you up rabbit holes. They're gonna t- fill your head with all this bullshit. But the only really real win you're gonna possibly have in the next forever is Trump winning the presidency in 2024, and that is over two years away, and it's also really unlikely to happen. So <laughs> to like put your eggs in that basket. Man, you are you are you, you're that is some long term planning for a payoff that like QAnon doesn't have that. They they need constant stimulus response at all times. They're a hamster that's just on the wheel and they need to be running or they're not happy. That's just the way it works. So yeah. I just yeah, I, I truly cannot imagine any honest quote unquote conversion story happening right now. It's just bullshit. All right. What else yeah, we we it. got another one? Oh, yeah, we, 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 we got we got a, we got a few. So uh, this one's real quick. Uh, expletive deleted. How long is Poker's beard in meters? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't meters. That. Meters. Don't know. Uh, don't you
2: screen these ahead of time? Could if you have measured it?
1: I could have, but I didn't think. I, I I don't. I don't have a meter measuring tape. I, I I mean, it's probably like I don't know, like four or five inches down my chin. Probably somewhere around there. I can post a photo. And then Q- 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 QAnon can take the QAnon can stop using the photos of my masked face, and they can just take my actual face and start stapling on the Job of the Hut and all the other fat people. They put it on and be like, "Oh, look at Poker, that fat guy Ooh, owned him." I'll be like, yep, you got me, boys." My face red, crushed. me. going to be fat,
2: ah, idiot. You're
1: fat, <laughs> got him. Yeah. Yes, got him. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Confidently Befuddled says, uh, the QAnon influencers are Pokemon and you are the trainers. Who do you choose as your starter QAnon?
0: Um, I mean, are we the trainers or are we like the gym bosses? Because if we're the gym bosses, I definitely am like one of those idiots with like a military theme to what I'm doing. So I'm like the Lieutenant Surge. So probably um, either praying medic or um, who's the fake one?
1: Oh uh, major but, uh, major patriots is still Major Patriot,
0: guys. there we go. That's what who and, I think. And there's
1: another guy that's called like SSG Payne. Like he's like Sergeant Payne or whatever. So like, yeah, <laughs> you, could, you could have Major's that guy. Great. Oh god. Yeah, you, you could you you could have your clown military group. Like there's yeah. there's another QAnon promoting ca- account called Bards of War. Oh, you could absolutely have the Bards of War. Yeah. Oh, so many people. See, yeah, the problem is
2: if if we're if we're meant to be Pokemon traders, then that means that in theory the, our starters would be like sort of chumps with capacity for growth. Uh, so, so we couldn't just like bomb like you know, it could not be, you, you don't want the legendary, right? You can't just be like, my starter's Rod Watkins. That's cheating. Yeah. Your starter can't be like Garnakino or whatever. That's not how that works. You can't have you two off the bat. You have to work from <laughs> you two. So um, I just don't know I don't know any of these low-rung chumps enough to have like a good guess like is it is it a tracy beans she was a person right
1: yes she was a person yeah, yeah don't you don't know. have a tracy beans pokemon you <laughs> know what
2: no i i've i've hacked my copy of the game music at game genie and my starter is q
1: <laughs> but which q is it is it is it paul ferber or is it ron or jim watkins which which of the q's is your starter
2: uh, I have the the oh, secret sorry. one you get from like surfing up and down the coast, uh, <laughs> uh, and, like Seafoam Island or whatever, until the game breaks and the, the real cue shows up. But there's a chance it corrupts your save file and it makes all of your Pokédex entries really weird. Excellent. How's that for a reference? Yeah,
0: That's a good one. I like it.
1: That was powerful. I much appreciate it. So uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, last time we created the ultimate Q Serpentor composed of Trump, Q, and and Sorbo. Let's call him Sir Quentor.
0: I like it. So
1: once he arises, what is Sir Quentor's first grift? Because you know he'll be a greedy son of a bitch with no impulse control and a legion of idiot followers.
0: He's going to make the med beds. He's going to make the trouble beds. The, not trouble bubbles, but med beds. Uh something like that. They'll have big bubble tops and rocket jets and everything.
2: <laughs> he's gonna uh... Uh, he's gonna use his minions to create a giant superpowered drill so they can like drill into the bay and start literally draining the swamp. And he's gonna cackle like a lunatic while he's doing it. He's gonna be like, <laughs> ah ha, ha ha, the swamp, and then dark bridge will arrive and they'll battle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good
1: one too. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what's what's funny was that when you said what, while you were getting ready, when you were talking about the drill, I was literally thinking that he was going to finish the wall. So we both were on that like, massive cons- massive construction grift project. So yeah, actually, I, I guess, guess, I, guess that, I guess instead of a drill, if if he's going to end
2: up fighting Dark Brandon, then we could just go full Dragon Ball Z with it. He's gonna, he's going to float to the capital, and he's going to like hold up a single index finger, and there's going to be like a little bead of energy on it like Frieza, and then he's going to throw it down into the water, and it's going to create a giant, like, explosive crater that turns into a whirlpool that starts draining the swamp. And then he fights Dark Brandon. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And there's, like, lightning and stuff crashing all around, and it takes, like, 400 episodes.
1: Yes. And at the end of every episode, Washington, D.C. will explode at any moment. Next time on Dragon Ball D.C. And it's just, oh, God. This isn't even my final form. Please, please. Yeah, please but sing. the payoff
2: at the end is so great when we get Super Saiyan Dark Brandon.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh
2: I mean, my god. What a bunch of dumb fucking nerds we are.
1: Surely <laughs> we of are the worst. <laughs> Those clowns in hell world sure did it again. What a bunch
0: of clowns. I'm glad he stuck with the Serpentor thing because yes. it's much dumber and nerdier.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, Yes, Yeah. I mean, if it if it was like so, the drill thing works with the GI Joe motif, but then the the climactic battle would then be like missing. They would shoot lasers at each other, missing the whole way, and then like at some point, like a tree branch would fall on him, and he'd be like, "I'm defeated."
0: (laughs) I mean, that's about (laughs) the level they operate at. Like. Uh yeah. Okay, so, 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 people's jets would be
2: exploding, and then you would see big, obvious parachutes. Yes, and then they would give, give a thumbs up to the camera. And go, I'm okay. <laughs> Don't worry about me, kids. We're just
1: fine. Actually, parachuting is a lot of fun. Yes, war is harmless. Nobody ever dies. <laughs> it's great uh so uh Patrick asks you and one republican politician survive the apocalypse and you have to re-energize humanity, which one do you choose or are you going to end humanity and uh Patrick also says that they're just gonna use they're gonna choose Trump and let humanity die out so um and and they would have fun listening to trump give tell us Sir stories and then uh then they would fact check the sur stories and make Trump sad <laughs> okay. Yes, so uh, who, who, or are you going to repopulate humanity is is presented to the field. Um,
0: oh, I, I don't know. This is all very weird. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: Who is the Eve to your Adam is the question here. Uh, who,
0: how you- <laughs> I don't like this question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's say, let's just let's say, hey, you have to be stuck at the end of the world with one Republican. And who's it going to be? And for me, obviously, it's Bobert. And, you know, we'll see we'll see where the mood takes us. But up, up front, we're just enjoying the apocalypse together. Everyone else is dead. We're just like, oh, that's a bummer. Everyone else is dead. It's just me and you. And then, you know, a little box wine from a destroyed convenience store. And, like, a little candles from a ruined, I don't know, church. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Good, good, yep. good. Uh, yes. All makes oh, yeah. sense.
2: I do like that the listener's answer was uh, Trump just to torment him. That's that, that that's a little pettiness I can get behind. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like some, like 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 Trump because there ain't no laws in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. If you catch my meaning. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like drinking oh, yeah. white claw. You can do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want.
0: Uh, I am inevitable. Yeah.
1: It's like, hey, so, uh, uh, the,
2: the the White House physician said that you were in pretty good shape, huh? <laughs>
1: Uh, so oh, are we yeah. all doom, Sarge? Uh, do, you, do you have any? Yeah, any- no, I'm just, we're just calling it a day. We're all You're doomed. calling it a day? Okay. Uh, I think my Republican would be uh, Tulsi Gabbard because mostly I'd just be like, so uh, when you ran as a Democrat and you were just like literally uh, conning people with that D next to your name to get elected, what is it like being such an obvious scammer? I would just want to talk to like her because like she is just such a ridiculous grifter. That I would, I just want to know, because like Boebert and MTG, those folks, like they're just true believers. Like on some level, they have to be pilled. Whereas like with Gabbard, I know she was just a Republican working an angle, getting elected as a Democrat. It's just like, like I just want to know how you can be that cynical about shit, where you're like, yeah, fuck it, can't get elected with an R next to my name. I'll just start talking about how I don't hate gay people and shit, and see if that'll. Boom! I'm in Congress. Look at that. I mean, so it's like
2: oh, also, Bobert has a shitload of guns. So in the event that the apocalypse leads to like mutants or something like rampaging, and we need to be able to to practice self-defense, that would be an appropriate time where you need like an AR-15 for self-defense. It's just like, hey, I'm self-defending against rampaging super mutants. They're replete with radioactive blood. Like, what? What, <laughs> what? What's a person supposed to do? I need many rounds. Fair enough. <laughs> Yes, I need I one of those like I need one of those like drum fed auto shotguns to, to protect myself.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. Like, regular
2: yeah. society, uh, you should be looking at those people being like, what? But in apocalypse society, totally legit. You're just like, oh hell yeah, we're gonna get one of those.
0: Pats <laughs> <laughs> it over.
2: Yeah, quick <laughs> quick poker in the auto shotgun.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, I think we have time for one more question.
1: Uh, I think we're out at this point because the, oh the only other question we had—the only other question we had—was about uh, Trump being potentially indicted, and they were like, "I'm sure you're going to cover this in the pod," and you were right, R and R. We 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 did cover it in the pod.
2: Nailed so, it. Yeah. Uh, what what a, what a precognition that was. Yes.
1: So I guess the uh, the question is the uh, question to Numerous was what are you guys looking forward to?
2: Uh bro, I'm about to eat pizza. What's what's not to love? Nice.
1: What's what toppings?
2: Buffalo chicken, of course. Uh-huh. As, as is the specialty of my region, Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, as
1: you, remind for. Me, you, you reminded me, there's uh, the, uh, the pizza joint near, my, near my, where I live. Uh, those, the, like the, I mean, there's a million mom and pop uh, pizza joints around me. One of them, uh, they changed ownership and the new ownership like literally stuck a, a menu in my door like a couple weeks ago. And I tried to order a pizza from their website, and it didn't work. So I might try that again now, now that you put the idea of pizza in my brain. So thank you for pizza poisoning, El.
2: Hell yeah,
0: everybody pizza
2: party all the time. Yes.
0: Uh, I am going to go see uh, my partner's favorite band, who I've come to love. It's one of my favorite bands now, Murder by Death, this weekend uh, down in Tennessee. And this one's a fun trip. And not a very sad trip like my last trip. So uh, I just, I really need this. Uh, Sarge needs a W uh, right now. So I'm looking forward to that. Just uh, a road trip with my partner.
1: Cool. Uh, I uh, got grabbed by someone, uh, one of my coworkers, who is a member of the crew of people I do escape rooms with. And they were like, yo, you, us, Boston, Thursday, escape rooms. And I was like, in, I am in, because uh, like post COVID, I think I've done like one series of escape rooms. Because when me and the crew do rooms, we don't just go do one. We like try to like max out every room the building has.
0: Do a bunch so of them.
1: we are doing three x escape rooms tomorrow night, and wow. uh, I am very happy about that. Cause... Three in a night? Yeah. Oh, wow. One di- one day we did seven, and let me it tell worked. you, that last room, holy shit, they stole our money. I mean, we were like incompetent. We were making so many mistakes. We were fucking up. We were just bad at solving puzzles. And, we, like, and if you don't know what how, the basic escape room philosophy, it's like you've got, a min, you've got an hour to get out of a room. If you get out within an hour, you win. If you don't, you lose. That's life. We were, was, we were just terrible. Like we were so off our game. It wasn't even funny. And yet as bad as we were playing with like a half hour left, we got this key and we were putting it into a door and we were like, if we open this door and we're out of this room and it doesn't take us into the second room of this mystery, I'm going to be fucking furious. And we opened the door and the guy was like, like, you win. And we were like, fuck you. (laughs) We were like, we were so bad. We had no idea what we were doing and we still beat your room in a half hour your room is bad and you should feel bad like nice. oh my god that was like yeah that was the worst room i've ever done it was so crummy so yeah so uh tomorrow night should be uh both a hoot and a holler and uh, also uh, i'm looking forward to the fact that i'm going to i'm going to win mega millions on friday boom a cool billion dollars if i, I got to go buy my ticket
0: yeah
2: lift yes. us out of poverty mike
1: yes
0: yes you, you, I, i'm here to tell you listeners i feel like if mike wins that uh we might keep doing the podcast. It might sound just a little bit better. Boy, howdy. We will have a soundboard. There will oh, be some noises. Uh,
1: oh, we're, we're going to have the VTuber rigs. The two of you are going to oh, be yeah. anime girls. Hell yeah. Yeah, you two are going to be anime girls, and I'm going to be a target grade wearing a bow tie. It's all going to happen. It's we. Just,
0: I, I'm here to tell you, uh, I'm deeply, Sorry, just deeply into VTubers, and uh, we don't even have to be anime girls. There's one that's a girl moth. They launched a bunch of new boys lately. Uh, yeah. But what's so, the
2: point I, if you're not a fucking cute anime girl?
0: I mean, we it's can still so be anime girls. Can, we can pay to have the rigs. So you can click a button and go back between a boy and a girl. True anime no. style.
2: only a pretty girl. Kawaii Desu. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and I am always and forever a tardigrade wearing a bow tie. That's, all, that's my I mean. avatar, always. So, I'm like okay.
0: a anime boy tardigrade with a bow tie. No, yeah, the,
2: the, no, no just a, 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 grossly, a grossly, a rea- grossly realistic tardigrade.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All
2: right, okay. Well, on that note, it is time for us to instant transmission our way out of Hellworld. That's right, another Dragon Ball reference. What a what an anime dork I am! Uh, thank everybody for listening and supporting the show. You can continue to support the show by giving us a five star review on whatever platform you are listening to us on, uh, or by telling a friend if you think they might be interested in hearing three dicks talk about QAnon and Dragon Ball. Uh, If you have money and you would like to give it to us, you could could do so by uh, visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Anyone who donates $5 or more a month gets access to over 40 hours of bonus content, including series such as Kobolin, What We Do Out of Shadows, and Mule's Errand, where we uh, find uh, QAnon media and break it down slash bust on it over a series of roughly 30-minute long episodes. Good fun. Uh, Check it out. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can go ahead and uh, donate it to any charity that supports Ukraine in their fight against Russia. Or you can do uh, the right thing for our country and go ahead and support a blue candidate of your choice in a battleground that matters. Thank you, DJ uh, Minimal Effort, for the use of our intro. Still no social media for you. Uh, So this is as good as it gets for you, buddy. However, our good friend Frosty, who provides all of our bumps and our voice artistry work, can be found on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O in the word world. You can find me at HellworldL, Sarge at SargentHell, and Mike, of course, is at PokerPolitics. So that is going to do it for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hellworld podcast. I have been one of your hosts, HellworldL, joined by... Hellworld Sarge, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Do it, Robocop! Yeah!
1: <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,